Good morning. It's time for Daily Chapel. The text is Psalm 23. The Reverend Sean Denzer is preaching. The broadcast of chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. A reading from John, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor due his name. Alleluia, alleluia. Now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that sleep. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor due his name. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor due his name. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. It's popularly called Good Shepherd Week this week. The old Latin name, however, was Misericordias Domini, from a different psalm, meaning the mercy of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord, or even the steadfast love of the Lord. The Lord is our shepherd, and a pretty good one at that. But boy, that sounds awfully lame, doesn't it? Is Jesus only a good shepherd? Why not a great one? Latin gives us a better word misericordia, made of the words mercy and heart, because the Lord is at his heart merciful. His core is merciful. That mercy shows up in everything that he says and does. His mercy endures forever. The Hebrew word is sometimes translated as goodness. It's the deep goodness that makes everything else good, the proper, right, noble character of God. That's the sort of good that our shepherd is. He is wholesome, nourishing, righteous. He is ideal. He is appropriate. He is just right. But what good would it do to speak of God's self-contained character alone? Is he like the ancient Greek gods, those ultimate perfected forms of goodness the ideals, from which, of course, the word idea comes? Well, the idea of God doesn't do you much good. And those old Greek gods certainly weren't loving or kind. So the great mercy of God is sometimes translated as loving kindness. This is an attempt to express how the Lord's character leads him to act his character is to be kind, not simply in himself, but toward others, toward us. 
It's a kindness that is motivated by love and that is love. Which leads to the way that the English Standard Version, which we use most commonly these days, renders it. The steadfast love of the Lord. Now, love alone, that sounds too sappy. Or it might be confused with a romantic relationship with God. The Lord's love is known for something that most relationships, sadly, lack today. He is steadfast. His love is steadfast, unflinching, faithful, reliable, truthful. Our Lord is consistent in his love. His love is not fleeting or shallow, but lasting. So also it affects him. He has compassion. His merciful heart pours out for us. Mercy, loving kindness, goodness, compassion, steadfast love. Whenever you hear or read these words and phrases in a Bible translation, know that they are talking about the same thing. They're talking about the defining characteristic of our God, which no single English word can capture. But when it comes to understanding this great and merciful love of God, it will not simply do to pool all of our English words together and see what sort of picture they paint. No, you will have to hear what Jesus says in this week's Good Shepherd Gospel. I lay down my life for my sheep. In this, we understand what it means to have a good shepherd. In this, we understand how John could write in his epistle that cliche that God is love, but actually be saying something useful. Because in this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And more. For the loving kindness and merciful goodness of our Lord Jesus no longer lies in the tomb, but is raised and even more is ascended on high to fill all things. He is not just one good or even great shepherd. No, he is the shepherd of the famous and most beloved psalm that we sing today. And he is defined chiefly by this, his ongoing, never-ending, steadfast care of us. The one who died is the one who feeds, who yet speaks, who gives his gifts and is heard with joy. He protects and leads through every trouble. He even, as the psalm says, parades us, so to speak, through the dark valleys, right under the noses of our enemies, where he sets up a banquet table of certain security for us, which no one, no one will be able to take from us forever. So yes, I too must agree with that blandest of statements God is good, though it hardly seems like the best that English could muster. Far better to sing and to say Psalm 23's story and see ourselves bleeding in the middle of it. For all of Psalm 23's popularity, it still has not become cliché, thanks be to God. And far better still, 
would be to taste and to see that he is good. God grant that to all of us soon. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Thank you for joining us for chapel. Today, we pray for Ashley Lair, who serves the Lord in Puerto Rico. The broadcast of chapel is underwritten by LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces. To learn more about LCMS International Mission and Ministry to the Armed Forces, visit kfuo.org chapel.